Hi and welcome to my podcast, Pure Happy Healthy. My name is Leandra Haupt and thank you so much for tuning in again for another weekly dose of, yeah, hopefully some inspirational topics. And today I will be talking about body dysmorphia. And before I start with the podcast, I just want to say thank you for showing up here and thank you for all the good feedback I get for my podcast. I'm really doing this for you guys and I'm so happy you can feel all the effort and time I'm putting in this. It's really, I'm doing it with all my heart and so yeah, thank you for showing up so regularly and for yourself and for me <laughs> and that makes me really really happy. So yeah, um, today's episode as I was mentioning is about body dysmorphia and <laughs> that is a pretty difficult term for something that probably all of us, no matter if male or female or anything in between, has experienced yet. And um, I want to explain real quick what that is, because I guess some of you haven't heard the term yet um, before I get a bit more into the topic. So it basically is a distorted body image that means that you see yourself super super different than what you actually are or you focus on your flaws or so-called imperfections I don't really like that term imperfection because I think everyone is already perfect the way they are. So, well, but you could see it as an imperfection. People would generally spend hours or even the full day of criticizing themselves or looking in the mirror and just seeing that horrible person there and that vampire and... um yeah, or ghost or whatever you see in yourself and just start hating yourself. And yeah, the longer you look in the mirror, the, the worse it becomes. And the more you start focusing on the things you don't like. And um, yeah, that can have very, very extreme outcomes, such as developing into um, an eating disorder or uh, even isolation because people are scared to show themselves or to go out even or even an anxiety and depression can also lead to sport addiction fitness addiction can go into the very extremes of having very very difficult negative outcomes for the person that suffers from that it can start in a teenage age but it can also go throughout the whole life women as well as man as well as everyone else can have it um, so it's really a big big issue in society and studies have shown that around 2.5 percent of whole humanity of the whole population struggles with this and that's really really a lot if you think that's almost three people out of a hundred um so yeah, that's worldwide. It's just a lot. I'm not really good at math. I can't calculate how much, how many people that would be on on the whole planet. But um, yeah, if you have a calculator, you can <laughs> do it now. Um, and it even leads up to more and more people 
getting plastic surgery, trying to fix, uh, quote unquote, fix themselves or doing massive amounts of makeup, trying to cover up their real look and trying to fix themselves with clothes, trying to cover up the parts they don't like, etc. And uh, yeah, wearing hats nonstop or I mean, fashion can be nice. I also enjoy fashion and obviously you want to bring out the positive aspects of your appearance with fashion. But if it becomes so extreme that you won't wear something anymore because you're scared that something would show off of your body or you can't even look at yourself at that body part, then it becomes the actual issue. So I was struggling hardcore, like almost my whole life with body dysmorphia. And I want to tell you a little bit of my story here. If you've listened to my episode with my breast implants, you already know a little bit <laughs> what was happening to me in my childhood and growing up, etc. I'm just going to briefly yeah, repeat it here. Um, yeah, it uh, started probably when I was little that... I got bullied a lot for my appearance as I'm German and you know all Germans are blonde and have blue eyes <laughs> and I definitely certainly not so no of course that's not true but um, yeah I always looked very let's call it exotic and the tiny village where I grew up there I was just like um yeah, uh, um, a speciality, a rarity, basically, <laughs> a rare species. And um, yeah, getting into their blonde and blue-eyed, very closed mind, restricted village community. So I always was treated differently than others. And people would, yeah, just not like me because of... Um, yeah, the very exotic way I looked or maybe how my parents were bringing me up differently. And so I got bullied for, yeah, also having the dark hair or like dressing up in a more crazy way than everyone there did. Um, and then later it continued that I had very um, bushy hair and Usually, actually, they're curls, but back then in the day, I didn't really know I had curls and I need to use products or treat them like curls. So I was just like combing them. My mom gave me that amazing pot head cut. She just put a pot on my head and just cut it around. And then, yeah, I blow dried my hair and I combed it. That's an absolute no-go if you have curls. Um, so yeah, I had really, really frizzy, weird hair and I was called Kreuzel um, back in school, which means something like ugly curl. There's not really a good English translation for that, but it's really, really mean. I can tell you it's really mean. And then it didn't stop. It continued with Leandra Thaler, meaning kind of Leandra Thaler, ha ha ha, so creative uh, because I was so dark and I had a lot of a big eyebrow and um, yeah so it just continued there later on I got called hockey player because I was just taller than any guy in school and I built up muscle really fast and nowadays I think the guys were just a bit jealous that I was taller and had more muscles than them but back in the day obviously I couldn't really figure that out and um, yeah so 
that was the things I had to hear while growing up. And as you can imagine, that's really, really, really painful as a child and you start questioning your appearance. And at the same time, we have all these beauty ideals that tell us how to look and what the perfect beauty looks like. And we see all the catalogs in in the mail. Yeah, it was the time before internet. So we got these catalogs and it where my parents were like big hippies, basically. And we got all these organic fashion magazines. But even there, the beauty ideals were these beautiful women with big breasts and a big booty, hourglass shaped and obviously super skinny around the waist and long thin legs, etc, etc. You know it, how it is still today in most parts of the world, I would say. So growing up with these beauty ideals and then being called all these mean words and not liking my hair and not liking that I grew so fast and Later on, I had the issue that, um, yeah, my breasts just wouldn't grow. They just stayed really, really flat as in my childhood. So that's what I kept on struggling in my later years in the puberty. And as you might know from my other podcast, even in the later days up till my 20, mid-20s, um, so yeah, that's um, that was just really painful and it started to become kind of an obsession for me as well that um, I would stop wearing shorts or I would stop wearing skirts and dresses because I always found my calves too big and too muscular coming from the amazing compliment of looking like a hockey player probably. Uh, so I just stopped wearing all that because I thought I cannot wear this. It, and every time I saw my legs, I wanted to cry. I honestly, that sounds weird now, but I could not look at my legs without wanting to cry. And I also couldn't look at my breasts later without hating myself and without actually wanting to cry about it because I felt so uncomfortable in my own skin and I felt so ugly and so unloved that yeah it was just so painful so painful and I stopped even yeah looking at myself in the mirror at some sometimes even though sometimes I did it too much and then just getting into it but then at other times I just couldn't look anymore because it was just too painful for me and something like this, it, it developed into a real body dysmorphia for me, which later on also, not only because of this, but um, also for various others re other reasons, turned also in an eating disorder. But that is such a big own topic that I will create a podcast episode about just this another time, uh, where I will dive a bit deeper into that topic and explain about my experience there. And um, yeah, but that was definitely a big part for me there that I struggled so much about my appearance that I wanted to look a certain way that I restricted my eating and put up at my fitness, but not in a healthy way. I went to the gym. People who know me will be like, what, you went to the gym? <laughs> People 
know that I'm not a big fan of gyms and now I haven't entered a gym in years or probably a decade. But back in the day, I even went at night to the gym just to work out, to be more toned, to lose more weight. And that's how stressful that time was. And that's really when it starts to become a problem that not you want to live healthy and eat healthy and look that you have your weight that you feel happy with or your appearance that you're happy with. But when you start to restrict your your life and the things you do and it all circles around your appearance and you do things like for me going to the gym that you actually don't want to do but still do just because you're not happy with your appearance. That was my little story about the body dysmorphia. Probably a lot of you can relate to at least some aspects of that, that uh, what I've said, because I know so many people in my surroundings struggling or having struggled with these kind of issues. And unfortunately, as long as we will have all these beauty ideals which are so present everywhere all the time around us in social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, the news, whenever you look at a poster, like you can, basically can't even spend one day without having a beauty ideal of society or how you should look in front of you. Even if you look at a book cover, if you look at your cereal box, if you <laughs> open the fridge and you grab the milk and that beautiful lady with her shiny white teeth is laughing at you with her tiny little waist promoting you to drink milk and then on your book cover the muscular guy is smiling back to you and uh, telling you about uh, fitness and how you how to pump your muscles and well you look out the window and then there's that billboard poster with that super skinny lady promoting a car maybe I don't know um so, I mean, you get it, right? Like, we can't get away from all these beauty ideals bombarding us each day and telling us how the person man or the how the person woman should look like and anything in between doesn't exist uh, in the public media, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, everyone in between struggles with that, especially, I think, Um so yeah, um, what can we do? <laughs> we can't walk through life our eyes closed and uh, just ignore that there is this beauty ideal, even though I hope this is about to change and I see a big potential there observing the fashion industry and also have worked in the fashion industry that we will go back to very natural looks, very body positive um, very focused on imperfections, if you want to use that word again. Um, so that gives me a lot of hope and I hope that comes sooner than later. But as long as we're not there, we will be confronted with that topic and we will start struggling or keep struggling if we don't tune into ourselves and try to fix that within ourself, which as usual, <laughs> comes back to self-love. 
I just want to share in this podcast what has helped me. I'm definitely not there 100% yet, but I mean, if you've listened to that episode, otherwise I just quickly reviewed here, I got rid of my breast implants because I thought I can fix my appearance with that and my happiness, therefore, but obviously you can't. No matter how much makeup you put on, no matter how many plastic surgeries you will get, if you're not happy within yourself and if you don't start to accept yourself with all your, yeah, the things that you like about yourself and the things that you maybe don't like so much about yourself, then you can't really fully be happy with yourself and you can't live the life that you want to have. Just thinking about how many hours, ah, if you accumulated up to days or weeks or month probably, I've spent looking at the mirror, hating myself, wanting to cry because I feel so uncomfortable in my skin. Oh, I lost so much lifetime. I could have probably recorded a million podcast episodes or... um yeah, gone dancing for days or done cool shit, you know, I could have done so much cool stuff in the same time. And I I worried about things that other people probably didn't even notice on me. It's just a matter of your own perception. So that means that you just have to just, I mean, it's more difficult Obviously, and it requires a lot of self-work, but it is possible. You just need to change something in your perspective and the way you look at yourself and the way you treat yourself. And it's really all, all connected. And some simple tips that I can give you that work immediately from, basically, it's called it the outside. I will share them with you in a second. These are things that, yeah, you can just immediately apply to your life. But in the long run, I think you also have to look a bit deeper and do some regular self-work there. But yeah, what can you do right now? I'm coming back to that topic all the time. Healthy nutrition. It doesn't mean that you should go on a diet. Hell no. I don't want to make anyone go on a diet here. Healthy nutrition means whole foods. Get vegetables and fruit and seeds and good grains and just good, pure, raw foods into your body. Don't eat all that junk food. That doesn't mean that you can't eat a piece of chocolate or something. Like, yeah, if you want that, go for it. And that doesn't mean that you can't have a piece of cake once a week or something. But if you put processed food into your body nonstop or if you put hormone treated animal products or, or even animals in your body that has an impact on your well-being because your body can't function right healthy nutrition just raw good pure foods regular eating um, that will just do so much about the way you feel in your body and the way you perceive your body and yeah, just makes you feel so, so much better. Ever since I started eating plant-based, I just have so much energy and I just feel really, really good and at home in my body. So that's 
my first valuable tip for here. Second of all is enough movement. I don't want to encourage anyone here to just go on the treadmill to lose weight, but yeah, just movement is so healthy for a healthy body, a healthy mind. Your brain can work better and you will feel more relaxed if you get enough movement throughout the day and do something that you like. For example, I was telling you, I hate gyms. I don't like anything about it. It smells sweaty. There, It smells like weird, gross overload of testosterone. Guys that drink protein shakes and put steroids, um, dirty carpets, uh, Dirty machines that probably a million people have touched with their bacteria hands. Um, bad TV shows running. Um, everyone is just there because they feel kind of like they have to do something. So gym is a nightmare for me. I, If you like gyms, perfect. But for me, it's really not a thing. I love moving in nature. I love swimming out, going for long walks, maybe going for a run, go biking. Yeah, just find whatever makes you happy. Just find a good way of moving your body. Oh, maybe dancing. You can do that always, even at home. Just find something that makes you in tune with your body because movement makes you feel more comfortable and also makes you get to know your body better and knowing your body is definitely an advantage when it comes to body dysmorphia and also is of course a good solution for anxiety and depression what helped me was also remove full body mirrors that's i would say in step one when you're really really struggling it might not be something for everyone but for me that really really helped because i stopped looking in the mirror nonstop and starting to judge myself and every time I pass the mirror I yeah as I said I almost cried so not having any mirrors at my home really really helped me to get over this as well as removing my scale because if you step at the scale all the time you're judging yourself by a number and that can be really dangerous especially if it's going into a kind of eating disorder with you or struggle from weight issues just remove that scale it's much more important how you feel in your body and not what a scale tells you because you make yourself a slave of your scale and if the scale doesn't say the number that you want to hear you will think all day about that scale and maybe your big calves or whatever it is and that will make you unhappy so Remove the scale. What also really, really helps is limiting down your closet. At least that helped me a lot because I was getting really, really conscious and critical from what I've wear, been wearing and I couldn't decide. Sometimes I came late to work because I just couldn't decide for an outfit because I felt ugly in every single outfit. So take out your favorite, let's say... 20 till 30 pieces and put all the other stuff away put it away or don't or ignore it and choose the pieces where you feel good where you feel sexy um, yeah where you're comfortable in and keep on wearing them every single day limit down your closet and just choose stuff intuitively that you feel good with and that highlights what you like about yourself and then 
a good big tip, but sometimes really difficult to follow up, is limit your time on social media. Because we get bombarded not only from our milk and from our um, book cover, but we also get bombarded nonstop from Instagram and all these other beautiful apps that can be really cool. I love these platforms, but also really, really dangerous when we struggle with body dysmorphia. Seeing all these so perfect people there who have this perfect life obviously will create such a yeah feeling of lack or not being perfect etc but you always have to remember it's just one photo of that person's life and maybe it's photoshopped maybe that person spent hours and hours of doing the makeup maybe that person has plastic surgery done um Maybe they even have specialists that put filters and more Photoshop on it. As my perspective as a model, I know that and can assure you that all the models are normal looking people like you and me. And when a photo is taken, there is a whole team behind that. One person will be doing the makeup. One person is doing the styling. Um... There is an assistant who looks that everything will look good from the right angle. And then the photographer sets the lights and the lights will highlight only the good parts of the model. And then the model obviously learns how to pose well. So it showcases her good size. And then the photo afterwards gets photoshopped. And um, yeah, then that's the photo and the outcome you see. But in the morning, that girl looked tired, or that, that boy. And that girl or boy had a pimple that needed to be covered up or photoshopped. And maybe not one. And maybe their waist was put slimmer than it actually was because the client or the customer wanted it like this. So you always have to imagine that behind all these so perfect people that we see, there is an actual human that is just a normal person, that has just the same issues as you and me, having a pimple from time to time and uh, yeah, maybe looking tired because you couldn't sleep and you have dark rings under your eyes. All that stuff that is human, you only see that one photo and that's what you compare yourself with. That's not a real fair and good starting point, you know. And you maybe see yourself after waking up, like right in the morning and you compare yourself right first thing in the morning with that Instagram picture. And you see my point, right? Like that's not a good time and a good position to compare. Try to limit yourself especially in the morning i for example don't shut um shut on my put on what is it called shut up on my phone before i really have my morning routine and i had my meditation and just like getting started in the day so i've actually feel good already when i start my phone and then i'm ready for instagram as well <laughs> But if you can limit yourself really and all these scrolling activities, that already helps a lot. What can we do from our inside perspective, from our inner healing? I 
would highly recommend you not only because of body dysmorphia but just generally speaking to get a journal where you just write things down that come through your head but also every morning things that you're grateful for or giving yourself positive affirmations. I taped a whole Monday motivation on positive affirmations. You can find that in my episodes here as well. Um, so yeah, that lets me, for example, uh, me at least, start with a really, really good feeling in the day. And then, as I was mentioning, gratitude is a massive tool for feeling better. If you feel like God has, or God, or whatever you call it, I'm calling it God for now, has uh, equipped you with hockey legs or kreuzel hair, um, then start the gratitude and start to be grateful for what actually worked out well on your appearance. I like my eyes. I'm really grateful for having a nice smile. I'm grateful for being really tall or yeah, whatever it is that you like on yourself. Just write down gratitude, what you're thankful for, not only from your appearance, but also from your way of being. And just giving yourself positive affirmations because your subconscious will slowly, slowly start to reprogram your mind, realizing that there is no perfect. I mean, we are all perfect, but we're imperfectly perfect. We are all different and it's just our thought that judges us ourselves to not be okay with this. It's just ourself telling us this. Because if you look at your girlfriends or boyfriends or family, whoever, do you really, really check their bodies and will think like, oh, like her upper arm is one centimeter too big or her hair could be one shade darker. It looks horrible like this. I mean, sometimes... Maybe we, we notice something that we would do differently, but do we really judge people? And if you do so, stop judging people, because if you stop judging people, you also won't be judged by other people. That's how simple it is. And yeah, we all have our uh, things that we like and things that we don't like, and that's absolutely okay, but embrace these parts of yourself as well. And rather focus on what you like about yourself than what you don't like. Every person has beautiful things about them. And start seeing them. Start focusing on them. Look at your smile. Tell yourself in the mirror that you like your smile. Even look yourself in the... If you look at the mirror the next time, look at the part that you do like and not at the ones that you don't like. Because it just gives you so much more confidence and such a more better feeling. <laughs> you are enough, baby. You are enough exactly the way you are. You don't need to change. Just own it. Start feeling happy now already. Don't start waiting for, oh, if I lose 10 kilo, then I will be happy. No, you won't be happy. I told myself I will be happy if I have big breasts. No, I was not happy. It's not gonna happen. And start owning your body. Own it, no matter how you look. Because that's really the key again. If you start feeling happy in your body, 
then nothing can harm you. Not my big coughs, <laughs> not my uh, yeah, Kreusel hair and not my flat chest. Nothing can hurt me anymore because I embraced it. And yeah, I feel, I feel happy about it now. And once I realized that I can feel happy about it, I realized that others see these parts of myself in a very, very positive way as well. So it reflects if you embrace these parts and if you like these parts of your body. I hope I could give you some courage here to stop hating yourself and start liking yourself. I know it's a massive, massive journey and because I've been there, I've been at really, really dark times there. I just hope I could give some of you some hope here in terms of yeah, improving the view you have on yourself. And I would be so happy if you tune over to Instagram and leave me your comments on that on today's post. Share your opinions about it. Have you maybe struggled with the same topic or Yeah, what do you feel about it? And if you like this episode, please also share it with someone who could benefit from it. And if you haven't done so yet, I'm so, so happy if you write me a review here. I will hear you hopefully again on Monday with some Monday inspiration. And until then, have a wonderful weekend. Stay pure, happy and healthy in your body. And I'm sending you much, much love. 